Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. We should do our own podcast. I'm sure that every true crime podcaster wishes that he was on the case right from the start. And here we are. You know what? I should be recording this right now. Well, right now, the only thing that matters is that there's a killer on the loose. If we're right, then he could be living somewhere in our building. Oh, that is a very good line. Badly delivered, but a good line. So do it again for me. And this is what I need. I want you to really hit killer. You know? Just killer. There's a killer loose somewhere. No need to scream. That's too hard. You know what I need you to do? Really punch somewhere. There's a... Give me an action. Action. Killer on the loose somewhere. Okay, do it again, but slower. There you go. Uh, that's uh, only murders in the building. Steve Martin, uh, I think, starring for the first time in, in a TV show. Uh, uh, new episodes of that every Wednesday uh, on Disney Plus. James Dempsey joins us once again. Afternoon, James. Good afternoon. Am I right? Is this Steve Martin's first outing on the telly? It's his first lead. I mean, certainly he's been in other. You know, yeah. he's guested in other things, but it's definitely his first lead show. He, right. He's also the creator. He's the co-creator with a man named John Hoffman, who's best known for HBO's Looking and Grace and Frankie, which is a show I gave up after about two episodes. But people who love it, love it. They do. I never got it, I must say. <laughs> yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah. People absolutely do adore it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's about um, this building in New York City called the Arconia, which is this upper, upper one, whichever is the fancier side, this upper east-west side, I can't remember. Um apartment block building and in our first episode we're introduced to our three main characters we have uh, Steve Martin as Charles Hayden Savage who's this like a kind of faded star who was in a detective show called Brassos in the 1980s and then you have Martin Short as Oliver Putnam who is a theatre producer Broadway producer who has fallen on hard times after um, a string of turkeys and then the uh, the unusual one because I mean these guys have started in I think six projects together going back a long time the odd one out somewhat is Selena Gomez the uh, pop star Hmm. who actually cut her teeth on Barney the dinosaur show and witches or wizards of Waverly play some Disney show way back when so she does have form as an actress but is much better known as a pop star who plays Mabel and they're living in this building and they are they they, uh, sort of meet in a lift one day and Long story short, they discover this love of true crime podcasting between the three of them. And when a murder happens, when someone turns up dead in the building, they decide, why don't we create our own murder mystery podcast and try and solve it? And all of that sounds really, really, really good. And it doesn't quite ever, it didn't quite ever live up to the promise to me. Now, it is not by any means bad, right? It's just, I guess, I was hoping for it to be absolutely like deliciously wonderful. And it it isn't that. That's not to say that there aren't laugh out loud moments in each episode. They are, but they are somewhat few and far between. For me, the biggest problem with it is actually Selena Gomez. I think they sort of sold her a lemon in this part because she is ultimately the straight woman to these two guys Mm, and she gets no jokes at all whereas they're just constantly spoofing around in the background and they're the comedians right Mm. but it is remarkable how like even her delivery is just incredibly one note Uh, I think she's poorly directed and and miscast in this to be honest with you it's not a problem with her in general it's just her character is 
is the more mysterious one. She's got a checkered background that we're learning out throughout. You mean the other two guys were once established wealthy guys and she's this young millennial. How is she even living in this building? Why is she there? Yeah. It's all being, you know, and, and we do find that out as we go through the episodes. But on the whole, she doesn't get to be funny. Whereas, and it's, but she doesn't even get to be straight woman funny either. She's just sort of, she's in a different show, <laughs> to be honest with you, from the other, from the pair of them. What works extremely well is how stylish it is. It has like even a, it has gorgeous music. It has gorgeous, uh, with, with Steve Martin, actually, he's a, he's yeah, a very he, accomplished musician. Yeah. He plays the concertina in their podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he's, you know, it, it has fantastic music. It has gorgeous style. I mean, this apartment building, the Arconia, I believe, is made up one. Uh, it is, you know, it is this like you wish you lived there, upper mm. east side, upper west side, New York, palatial place. And furthermore, uh, the, the, opening credits are beautiful to watch but you know how many times do you really savour the opening credits yeah. right <laughs> the first time and then you yeah. kind of and tolerate then you can them. skip it yeah, then you, you can skip them, phone, right? yeah. but so for me uh, you know I, I've seen three of the episodes I think there are eight or, or, or ten of them um, despite it being the biggest uh, launch of a comedy on Hulu uh, it's, it's coming to us on Disney Plus but um, Hulu is where it's broadcasting in the US for me, it, it it hasn't earned that. And certainly, I have to admit, any review I read of it was glowing and absolutely really? praising. Yeah. I was much cooler towards it. But I have to admit, at the same time, like, I don't want to undersell it either. It's not it's, it's not that I disliked it. I didn't. I just kind of wanted it to be absolutely knockout hilarious. And it wasn't that for me. Yeah. I would recommend wait for it all to come and then watch them in a binge would kind of be my okay, suggestion. Fair enough. It, it, it's, um, is there maybe some sort of a generation gap? thing there is as in you know Martin and, and, and Steve Martin and Martin Short are, are of a completely different generation to <laughs> well everybody else in the show with the sounds True. of it um, and, and there's a certain kind of genre of comedy they do where they probably find it very funny and I'm sure lots of people probably yeah. f- find it funny but maybe the you know millennials and stuff I guess go, well oh. yeah I mean I'm, I'm I think I'm geriatric millennial but I am millennial so maybe there is that disconnect for me it's it, that wasn't so much the problem I or the issue problem is not the right word issue more that I had with it it was it was that uh, like their their scenes together are funny their jokes are often funny it's just that <laughs> Selena Gomez got to make no jokes almost at all she's like this complete mm. and utter mystery sort of drab serious woman and it, it's so disconnected from what they're doing. Like there's a point in the third episode which hasn't aired, um, which hasn't been released on, on Disney Plus yet. But there's a third in the there's a point in the third episode where Amy Ryan, who's this uh, actress who was in Gone Baby Gone, nominated for an Oscar for that a few years ago, she appears as a sort of a potential love interest for one of the two men, and. Um, like even if they had cast her almost in the in the Selena Gomez role, we'd have been doing better because she's more attuned to what they're doing. It mm. it, it doesn't there's not as much of a disconnect between them. Now maybe it'll all come to fruition. Maybe there's grand plans for this. I'm not yeah. quite sure. Uh, I'd be hopeful. But again, yeah, I, like maybe I'm underselling it. It's not that I hated it, not at all. I guess I was hoping for this to be an absolute knock it out of the park, and it, yeah. it, and it wasn't for me. Yeah. Martin Short gives me the ick as well, I must say. <laughs> it's just sometimes I just shut up. Fair uh, enough. I don't think, just like, I'm so funny. Well, I don't no, think you're gonna, not. I don't uh, think it's going to be for you that I... Uh, and, and Sting is in it? Sting, uh, yes. Sting makes an appearance and uh, has quite a fleshed out role, actually. Like a, a, a fleshed out comedic role. And like, even in the writing, you see he's getting good jokes and he's playing a straight man, but he's playing it extremely well. Yeah. 
they're just completely underwrote Selena Gomez's part in my opinion really they just didn't flesh her out enough they didn't engage her enough with the fun aspect of this because this is supposed to be a fun Mm. romp right it's like a mystery romp of these three misfits solving a mystery solving a murder in their building whereas she is like (laughs) I mean she's living the murder if you get like you know Mm. she's living in a completely different show yeah Somebody on Twitter completely agrees uh, with you, says you're spot on. In my opinion, it would have been better with just the two lads. Sorry, Selena. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, It sounds like the men got the better roles in this then. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) What a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) In fairness, Steve Martin wrote it, right? And there are great cameos. I mean, you also will see uh, if Tina Fey appears in the first episode as a a Sarah Koenig type. Uh, Nathan Lane also has a cameo in it as well. It is, it's well cast. It is beautifully shot. It's well made. It's just not hilarious. Okay, all right, but sure, you know, when when uh, when they're all available, maybe it's worth giving it a go. True. Okay, we'll move up on to our second show of the day. It is Glow Up Ireland. It's on Thursdays at 9.30 on RTE2, or you can catch it on the RTE player. Here's a clip. Laura, how are we feeling? Uh, yeah, I'm okay. Obviously, it's not the best position to be in. Oh, Maura, I don't want to cry all over you. I You're know. too beautiful. <laughs> Obviously, you're upset. I'm just upset because... It's something I love to do and I don't want to embarrass myself. You've been selected from hundreds and hundreds of people. You're a talented woman. Being in the red chair, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything. You can still pull this back. You're right. Just put your mind to it. (laughs) No more tears. Okay, best of luck. Thank you. Even though they have less time to do it, Laura and Niall can beat the sea by pulling off a stunning creative look which would then push one of their fellow MUAs into the face-off elimination. Right, that's uh, Glow Up Ireland. What is an MUA? An MUA or a MUA, that's also shortened to as well, is a makeup artist. Okay. All right. And this is a Irish version of a, of a very successful British show that's run for three seasons. It's on Netflix, the British one. It is well worth seeking out. But I, I don't want to denigrate the Irish one. The Irish one is a very good, without, having only seen one episode, mm. a very good adaptation of it because it's an easy format to translate over, right? So basically, these are these people are, uh, I think, I guess, self-taught or or, or 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 taught makeup artists some of them are professional some of them are amateur as far as I can tell and the role of the their role in this is to take part over a number of weeks in a sort of professional brief task and then a creative task there's only two in each episode and be the best makeup artist. Now you may not be interested in makeup it may not be your thing right but makeup is a huge entertainment deal like it's one of the pillars of YouTube it is one of the things that helped propel YouTube to its sort of global status and if you are not interested in makeup but you like reality competitions this is a perfect thing to sit down on or to sit down and watch because it is incredibly entertaining and it is artistry I mean it is it is it is uh, it is, you know, the, the tension is ramped up when, when a, you know, a brush stroke goes awry or a eyelash falls off or a prosthetic doesn't fit, etc. When a bald cap has to be completely torn off but in a look that turned out to be a glamorous cow, right? It was, you know, it, it, it's just a very entertaining reality competition show where people set makeup tasks. Now, the issue, uh, the only problem, I guess, the only way that this one needs to identify itself a bit more is in the judging. So I'm not a makeup artist. I don't know, I, you know, I wasn't familiar with Cathy Ann McAllister and Emma O'Byrne, who are our judges. Obviously, it was Maura Higgins who we heard um, in yeah. the in the clip, uh, working as presenter. I'll come back to her in a second. 
the thing about the thing that has made glow up the UK version the search for Britain's next makeup star I think makeup artist whatever it is anyway uh, something that has made that so successful is it's two judges who are Val and Dominic Dominic is always wearing these incredibly uh, gauche jumpers and Val (laughs) whips out a massive magnifying glass and shouts ding dong at people when they get it right (laughs) and people have taken that to their heart and that has been part of propelling the show into a, a cult status around the world I understand, uh, you know, you don't want to repeat that, right? You don't want to just photocopy ding dong. You don't want to whip out a magnifying glass. You want to find your own sort of niche. And in the first episode, I don't think for me, the judges quite established themselves. You know, I wasn't quite getting what I needed from them, right? Mm. Because I, as a layman, can look at these makeup artists and offer trite opinions because I don't have a clue what I'm doing. I need good judges to sort of explain to me why. Like, for example, when I was watching it, one of the contestants in the bottom two, I certainly wouldn't have put in the bottom two, but I had no understanding why she was in the bottom two and I need the judges to explain yeah, that to me better. Yeah. What's at stake for for the people taking part then? What, what can they potentially win at the end of well, this? Well, they win the title of Ireland's next greatest, you know, makeup artist for a year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I have to admit, actually, that uh, that has failed me. In the UK one, you win essentially an apprenticeship. You, you, yeah. you know, they, they you, you, you learn, you, Throughout the task, they bring in various different people. They brought in a fashion designer this time around. They'll bring in other industry specialists to give them tasks. So they win the opportunity to get inroads into various different industries. They win the chance of a career, essentially. You know, a a really big makeup career. I guess probably a good social media following as well. Yeah, but in Ireland? In Ireland. All right, okay. Well, that's something there. Uh, uh, Right, okay. So, uh, and Maura Higgins. Yeah, so Maura, I think, is an excellent choice for this kind of thing, right? Because anyone who watched Love Island this year or last year will have missed, well, I guess there wasn't one last, but whatever, right? Anyone who, uh, Love Island has been missing a Maura Higgins. This very... (laughs) <laughs> you know Im- immediately sort of unlikable and then very quickly worms her way into your heart's character because that is who she is she she walked in very confident but her confidence actually won me over overall in Love Island and she was the standout of that entire run for me and this I think she is very good at now okay her links are a little bit one note and, and you know a little bit dull maybe but those can improve where you can't necessarily be taught to be a good sort of TV presenter TV personality is by being warm with the the people you're talking to and she has that in space she gets on extremely well with everyone that uh, is taking part they like her and she seems to like them and really get involved with them and she looks amazing she's like she's uh, she's someone who for whom makeup has transformed her life right so it's it makes very good sense for her to be hosting a show like this yeah so I see somebody just texting in saying I couldn't listen to more Higgins accent for the whole show without cringing <laughs> and that's that's just snobbery I'm afraid <laughs> you know she has a different accent to you and you want everyone to sound like you know BBC pro- uh, received pronunciation anyway our, our final show is The Big Deal Saturdays at 8pm on Virgin Media 1 or you can catch up on the Virgin Media Player here's the clip you can take a chance on the votes or you can take some money right now and walk away for good I'm offering you a cash deal of a thousand euro, but you gotta go immediately. I mean, I know it's a thousand euro and I know that you wanna believe in yourself, but you have to think about what the judges said as well. I'd rather somebody go home with something rather than nothing. I feel like I'm arguing with my girlfriend. You're very clever. You're like trying to twist it. You're like, yeah, but yeah, but we should just do what I wanna do. I'm gonna take a chance. Let's reveal the results 
on the tower. Oh my God! So he's a talentless hack, and he should take the money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so the thing about this, so it's a, it's a variety talent show, right? Yeah. Now, what absolutely drove me mad was this was filmed in the three arena, and you could just—I mean, all that crowd noise you heard there was pre, like you know, was from some library of crowd noises. Oh and, God! Oh my God! Did they overplay it? Like literally every five seconds. Ooh, ah, ah! And it was—it was very frustrating. So I had to sort of just zone that out. It's kind of odd. I, I don't know if there's really room in the television schedules anymore for this kind of big variety show. Like, I guess, you know, Ireland's Got Talent didn't really work here. Otherwise, another series of it would have come along. Mm, yeah. And and basically this time around, uh, Virgin Media has struck a deal with um, Fox Alternative Entertainment. And I think this is almost like a trial run of a format that might go around the world. I think we're getting that the often first... happens. You get a format cheaply if, you, if you're prepared to broadcast Fair it in enough. your country and then they can flog it elsewhere. So yeah. they, uh, Fox Alternative Entertainment brought the masked sin- singer to the US. So they know what they're doing because that has become a big mm. global franchise. The, the kind of, the, the gimmick of this one is that so nobody is bad right there's no like you know red button or whatever well, mm. is the red button good whatever the whatever the, there's no xing there's no booing there's no mean there's no Simon being really mean yeah. to you right instead they people come out and then the judges who are Jedward Deirdre O'Kane Boy George Aston Marigold who was in JLS and Lyra the singer um, they sort of they, they watch and then they give a very wane comment after where they're sort of like oh yeah you were good but you could do this and blah 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 and then the person might get through with the big prize being 50,000 euros but they are offered there and then a thousand euros from Vogue to walk away and you know the more I think about it the less sense this actually makes right because like a thousand euros is not that much you know like uh, at the end of the day it depends how broke you are I suppose well it depends yeah. how broke you are but like some of them are big big groups you know yeah. I mean there could be 10 people in an act and what are you going to do take a hundred euros each so I don't know if so you know I was watching this and some people got through to the next round they have to get three votes from the jury to go on I don't know as the rounds go forward are they going to be offered more to leave or you know or like is it going to be more tempting to yeah. to run away or not to me it just didn't quite you know like it, it, I I got it and I was like okay there's a bit of drama here are they going to take the money or not but then it was always the same amount of money you know it was there wasn't any like it was just always a thousand euros and it just to me didn't seem like that tempting an offer you know I, I, why wouldn't you just risk it or, or or certainly again it was another case of judging the judges kind of have to play their cards close to their chest because they have to create dynamism and mystery about whether or not they're going to vote for you. But because of that, the judges don't really say a lot. <laughs> so right. oh, so God, you're just yeah. kind of waiting and, and watching and, and, and all of the acts were good. I'll, I'll give you that. And, and certainly it ended on this high with these two singers from, from Northern Ireland who were like incredible. But on the whole, I don't know if it's the kind of, I don't know if it has created sufficient drama that I'd be like, this is a must-see, I must know what happens next week, I must know who wins, to be honest. Yeah. Did anybody not take the money and they get booted off anyway? Yes. Okay. So And it was worth it for, I mean, the drama of that, right? And, yeah. and, and in fairness to those lads, they were good. Uh, everyone is good, you know, like that is the thing. It, it is entertainment, entertaining variety performances. A lot of singing, but a few bits cut out, cut in, in and out as well. But yeah, on the whole, I just thought it's going to get a bit repetitive, oh, you know, because it's just a thousand euro, a thousand euro, a thousand euro. Do you want to go or do you want to say, OK, let's count the votes?
Yeah. <laughs> uh, <you> know, <laughs> a lot of money being put into that then. Uh, James, thanks a million as ever. James Dempsey there. The three shows we talked about today were Only Murders in the Buildings. New episodes every Wednesday on Disney Plus. Glow Up Ireland. That's Thursdays 9.30 on RTE2. Uh, they can catch up in the RTE player. And as you just heard, The Big Deal. That's Saturdays at 8pm on Virgin Media 1. Or you can catch up on the Virgin Media player. We are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. Twitter safety mode. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.